0: It's BudPot81. 81, 81, Phil, is that anything to you? 81.
1: um, A Kuwaiti (laughs) mum. If your mother is from Kuwait, this is the episode for you. (laughs) Is Kuwait a republic? I don't know. I've lost track with those crazy cats over there. They've been busy.
0: Kuwait yeah, there's no royal family of Kuwait is there? I don't think so
2: I assume there's some kind of local
0: clan system that might have a head of each like family or whatever, but I don't think there's a royal family you're
1: so two thousand q eight I'm so <laughs> two thousand q <Q8>. eight
0: <laughs> what do you think um what do you think it's like to be a hipster in q8 It's probably quite similar to being a hipster here, right? coffee 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 preferences
1: yeah 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 yeah. probably less um probably less of the old artisanal beer
0: making yes to be fair although you know there's a fairly uh solid beer consumption in uh turkey and iran even though it's supposed to be you know illegal oh is that right yeah although i think it is legal in turkey it's just getting more and more illegal because of uh Erdogan is a bit of a hardliner, but um, they all drink Good. non-alcoholic they beer. They are drinking non-alcoholic beer. Well, they're drinking both. in say in Turkey, but like Turkey, I I remember seeing like on a map like who drinks the most of which beer where. Like, what's the most popular beer? Where do you get such a map? Where Where are you getting these maps? Internet, internet. <laughs> I okay. I I waste my time scrolling through uh, image feeds. Oh, like okay, okay. Like um Beverage Maps of the World dot org. No, no, no. Just random. So every now and then. It all it all filters in there.
1: Okay, okay. It's just
0: it's just random images that have been upvoted that people think are interesting. Is this on Imgur or something? Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay. But um i n I'd, I'd never heard of the brand that Turkey apparently loves Glugging Down. So I looked it What's up it? and it's um What is it? Booze free. It with an E or something. It's not Efez. Where's Efez from? Maybe it was Efez. I thought Efez had alcohol in it. Yeah, but this is like FS Blue. Ah. I yeah, mean, I you can get non-alcoholic Efez. all the beer, but this is a Turkish brand, and mostly what they sell is the non-alcoholic kind. Is beer really refreshing if it's not getting you drunk? Well, drunkenness is not a very
1: refreshing feeling, is it? Um, I've never, I've never been like wasted going. God, I'm ref- refreshed. I, I have, but only after the first pint. Right, yes, yes, yes. But that is to do with the cold and the
0: bubbly and the liquid. Well, it was more to do with being tired. I remember, it was at the fringe when I was uh, years and years ago, when I was doing like a million things at once at the Edinburgh Fringe, R.I.P. And. Uh, yeah. I'd done like i would just been walking around i've been on my feet all day i've been running around town and then uh it, it was the first time in my life where i was old enough to drink beer and i was physically tired enough and low enough on like energy that the beer actually tasted like bread like sustenance and food it tasted like food like i was drinking food yeah it, it was <laughs> like, like the bready flavor was really strong and it's only ever been strong when i've drunk beer within maybe an hour of of really heavy activity.
1: Right, your body's just drawing out all the sugars.
0: Yeah, like immediately, exactly. And it's brilliant. And you totally get why in the olden times, which is up until even like the 30s, 40s, 50s, you would get given beer rations as part of your work if you were like a miner or uh, rum ration on the Navy ships, that kind of thing. It totally makes sense. Just liquid calories
1: sure sure but there's no way rum was refreshing
0: well it was mixed with water i think Ah, a little water chaser well grog grog is like one part rum to three parts water that's what grog is oh really yeah that's something like that there's some rate i don't know what the ratio is but it's something like that it's basically just diluted rum
1: the gruel of booze yeah it's the gruel of booze. (laughs) make way for the gruel of
2: booze (laughs) horrible guy with the the gruel of booze
0: I am the gruel of booze the gruel of booze sounds like (laughs) a foreign aristocratic title yes 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 ladies and gentlemen may I present (laughs) the gruel of booze
1: (laughs) he's revolting the gruel of booze he's yeah, he's got food coming dripping on oh. the, down the corner of his lips. He's disgusting. Oh, the buttons on his shirt are all done up, but
0: one one out of step if you know what I mean. Yeah, one's hi- one button is higher. Yeah. Yeah. The gruel, yes, and and you try to be polite and he's not polite. He's I I understand that you're the fourth gruel of booze. And he just goes, <laughs> "What?" and he <just> burps. <laughs> what? what? That? He burps a load of a little bit of sick.
1: Uh. um uh, it, it it was so nice to do um an, an in person pod last week pierre but already we are back to <laughs> our remote remote ways just one week after yeah thanks um,
0: michael gove
1: i'm a uh, i'm i'm in bath um the listener might be able to tell that i'm in bath the city of bath not bathing not in a tub i'm in although that would be lovely tub pod Ooh. we've yet to do our first tub pod but i'm in we should, city of bath where I was a teenager
0: that's definitely one for a patreon or only fans yes tub tub pod tub pod <laughs> here this it would be an asmr experience
1: yes it's splishing is splish sploshing part of the asmr repertoire
0: yeah little little bath noises two two boys in the bath having a little pod
1: two boys in the bath <laughs> bubbling about poddling yeah. along yeah, I'm in my um, I'm in my my teenage bedroom Are for you? the years sixteen to eighteen. Just a lot of Batman stuff and Rat Pack stuff. That's yes. what all I was into—the Rat Pack and Batman.
0: The Rat Pack and Batman. Uh, the rat and the bat. That's how what I call my interests. If when it I ain't teen. rats or bats, uh, they're not cool cats. That's what you used to say. <laughs> yeah. Or Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> or the kid, yeah. Or the kid, yeah, which is also an animal still.
1: That's true. The rat the Batman
0: kid. Yes. Uh what and the what the rat pack and Batman have in common is a kind of either 20 sort of 20s 30s 50s jazz aesthetic. Interesting, yes. That's a good observation. Cuz yeah, Bat- Batman has a lot of that kind of um oh, what's that architecture style? So sort it's of that 1920s and 30s New York. Oh, like um Art deco, kind of. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You'll get a lot of art deco vibes from everything involved there. That's right. That's right. Would you ever live in a? With, with, is that your ideal home? An art deco home covered in Batman stickers? <laughs> no, because it'd be obvious that I lived there, and um,
1: <laughs> I'd be I'd be hounded by Podbuds Buds, yes, asking me to, I, asking me
0: to get in the bath with them. There was some lovely. Um, I did a gig last night in. in oh yeah. In in, in 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 a sort of a get-it-while-you-can attitude to being allowed to go out in public after 10 p.m. We'll see. That's right, yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, I went and did a gig. It was a, The Good Ship at the Colonel Fawcett in Camden mm. in London. A lovely old gig. Um, and uh, everyone was great. But there were some PodBuds there, and I had a chat to some of them afterwards. Hello. Hello, Oh nice. They were what very do nice. What did you chat about? uh how brilliant uh the podcast is <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they they just said oh listeners or whatever they they said what everyone says now which is oh we thought about shouting out but then w- you've talked on the podcast about people shouting out and no oh. but then yeah like it's it's just easier to for them to just talk to us afterwards as we're leaving than to go coji <laughs> during the show
1: yeah over the shoulder of a a confused Peruvian
0: tourist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, a, ba- a baffled Austrian management consultant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might
1: have some uh, some new pod buds uh, this week, Pierre, because we got um, a lovely shout out on Twitter uh, from classic uh, a classic bud pod listener, Radio Two DJ Sarah Cox.
0: That's right, the queen of radio, Sarah Cox.
1: Um, so th- thank you so and to any Radio Two listeners who are checking in. Um, we are so sorry. Sarah has got this very wrong indeed. We don't do
0: any traffic reports at all.
1: <laughs> but um, <laughs> glad to have you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, uh, I guess you could say this is BBC Radio Poo. <laughs> that is the worst jingle. I hate the, the. I cannot listen to Radio Two because of that. Disc- Disgusting jingle. BBC,
0: radio, man.
1: it's. it's I, I'm being completely serious about this, Peter. I think it's the the most revolting melody ever devised by <laughs> a human mind. Really? Yeah. BBC, radio, to <laughs> It's horrible. I hate it so much. And it doesn't... The BBC is otherwise so tasteful. Everything in the BBC is done with such taste.
0: Yeah.
1: But the, this one jingle... It, it's disgusting, is like it's like some, it's like a joke regional <laughs> radio station. <laughs> it's whole, ho- it's so horrible. I hate it's so it so, so, so much. So easy to do
0: sarcastically.
1: It sounds sarcastic. Maybe that's what it. That's what it is. B <laughs> BBC
2: radio t-
0: station. <laughs> horrible. Yes, exactly. I always um. Growing up, I always used to get annoyed with uh, Manx Radio, the Isle of Man's ra- sort of national radio station. Um, Was that BBC? No, no, no. No. Oh. Um, the BBC kind of has a little news web page about the Isle of Man, but it doesn't have its... Because uh, the Isle of Man's not part of the UK, blah, blah, blah. Um okay. So Manx Radio is like probably like the local radio station. And uh, in my head forever is... Manx Radio Weather. <laughs> is this just, ra- it just ra- starts with Manx. Like that. Manx Radio Weather. It sort of kicks in really suddenly Manx. on radio. Manx, radio radio. radio is when they really get excited. <laughs> they figure that you already know it's Manx because you're listening.
1: Radio. Radio.
0: Radio. The BBC Radio Two jingle. It sounds like
1: you've tricked someone into listening to the radio, thinking they are listening to the BBC, watching BBC TV. So like, BBC, and you go ah
0: Radio <laughs> Two, <laughs> and they go ah, no, not the radio. <laughs> They're horrified. It's too
1: late. Yeah. Um, the- but um, thank you, coxes and coxettes. Yes, um, coxics. Sarah Cox uh, hosts a, a show that I love called "Love in the Country," which is a, a matchmaking program for
0: farmers. Oh yeah, she is the farmer cupid. Yeah, it's great. It's a great show. Hard to find a wife if you're a farmer.
1: It's there's some great. There's one great episode about like this Welsh farmer dude. He's like late twenties, early thirties, and three ladies from the city come to try and win his heart. But all he wants to do is look after his sheep. And every day, they, they're like, what are we doing today? And he's like, oh, I'm just going to uh, look after the sheep. And they just have to pretend to be happy about it. Like, great! And then like, he, he picks a different girl to shear the sheep with. And they're like, oh, Angie's shearing the sheep today, is she? And then it just cuts to Angie just having the worst time in the world.
0: <laughs> so basically... It was three women from the city who think being a farmer is just owning land and dressing nicely in a barber <laughs> and sort of going, would you like your own pair of wellies? But uh, both parties had got this completely wrong.
1: He, 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 like his conclusion at the end of this episode was like, well, I don't think love's really for me, actually. <laughs> it just kind of just uh, gets in the way of the sheep.
0: Like that was his genuine conclusion. Amazing. Where well, he just went, uh, well, if 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 love is not having someone to help me share the sheep, and I want no part of it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what falling in love is to him—having to give up the sheep. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a all cost, no benefit. Um, that's incredible. And the, presumably they were like, "Oh, it was very muddy." Yeah, yeah,
1: it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good
0: animals are horrible. They're gross, they're disgusting, you can't trust them. They're loud, they misbehave, they don't do what's best for them. Mhm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're trying to get themselves killed. You have to trick and bully the stupidest things on earth in order to give them medicine. <laughs> like little kids times a thousand.
1: Yeah, you have to wrestle with them. The way you would <laughs> wrestle with a human being to kill them. <laughs> In order to save the animal,
0: yeah, because yeah. what the animal wants is to run out into the woods where its teeth will grow through its face and it'll dive eye worms. <laughs> That's all the animal wants—desperate to dive eye worms <laughs> with a tooth going through its no, fucking head.
1: No. Yeah, when that sheep is wriggling in the farmer's arms, it's like, "Please, I just want to die of eye worms.
2: Get off me! <laughs> no, my eye worms,
0: please." At le- I mean, at, at least cows have a kind of soulful intelligence behind their eyes. Sheep are just, ah, just this horrible, <laughs> like weird lizard eyeballs. They're just terrifying.
1: <laughs>
0: They're so weird. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. only at sleep number stores or sleepnumber.com have you ever been stared down by a bunch of sheep uh, n- i don't think so i've been to- you stand at like a field gate yeah. there's just like seven sheep just there looking at you but they re- they really look at you phil they're just like just they staring
1: look th- through you yeah yeah
0: and you sort of think, well, what do you want? Because you're not coming towards the gate as if I'm going to feed you. You don't think I'm the farmer. So what is what is this scenario in your heads? They're just thinking,
1: that's a weird sheep. That's all they're thinking. I'm
0: sure. <laughs> well, they're just thinking grass, grass, grass.
1: <laughs>
0: grass, grass, shitting, grass, fear, grass. And then every now and then dog and run and then grass.
1: Dog run grass.
0: Yeah, that's that's the life of a sheep. Dog man. run grass. I'd be, I I can't wait till like mind reading technology progresses. It already exists, listeners. And it's huh? in your head right now. Um, mind reading technology progresses to the point where we can find out a how how human children think before they have language that'd be interesting, and also how animals think. Like if they do, just go like if they think like robots, like just yeah, grass running, fun, good now. <laughs>
1: right, 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 like like a Doctor Doolittle situation.
0: Yes, exactly. And uh, fellow podcaster Richard Herring, this interested me. Ha- can't picture things in his mind. Excuse me, he can't picture things in his mind. So there was this article that went around and scared the hell out of a lot of people because it said, you know, up to some enormous percentage of the population don't have a mind's eye. What? They just don't have it. So he can't, he can't imagine images? He can't imagine an apple. He can't, like, see one he's made up in his head and rotate it and look at it from different angles. But h- how does he think about anything? It's all just like concepts or like the word or something. Like it's just like a feeling in his head.
1: How do you even come up with jokes or like, or like connect things if you can't make pictures?
0: Well, this, that's it. It's just he just doesn't think in pictures. And uh, they, they, it's, it's, there's some name for it where if you don't have a mind's eye. And interestingly, the people at Pixar looked into this because one of the executives at Pixar realized he didn't have a mind's eye. Like, he couldn't remember, like, images or whatever. But how do you make pictures if you can't... What? Well, <clears throat> so, he decided, when he realized he didn't have a mind's eye, to look into his own, like, art stuff. Like, what if they have? Does everyone who d- draws pictures and makes 3D models for Pixar films have a mind's eye? Is that what makes them artists? And interestingly, like, half of them, or, like, some enormous amount of them, also didn't have one. Wait, wait, wait! I've just found it. By the way, Afantasia is what it's called. A A A Afantasia yeah. Group, it's crazy, isn't it? People listening won't have minds eyes.
1: What? I don't get that at all. It's, it's right really hard to get, hard to get your head around. I don't want to hear about this. I don't understand. Like, but then how do you remember people's What people look like?
0: They kind of don't. But then they surely they recognize people they know. They sort of have the memory of it. But they can't picture it. That's
1: that's it. I can't. I when I I can sometimes not be able to picture someone's face. I, yes, I understand that. But, yeah, so they have that. But then everything. I will
0: recognize them. Okay, okay, I see that. So they have that feeling, even when it's just like an apple or you know, a tree.
1: That's crackers.
0: Yeah, yeah. It blew picture. my it blew my head clean off. Incredible! Wow! It is incredible. Man, um, yes. A bunch of the artists at Pixar also have. How do they? How do they have a wank?
2: Pierre? How do they have a wank? (laughs) That's
0: what I need to know. I think Richard Herring mentioned this, where it's like it's sort of just like vague memories or memory of the the concept
1: of of sex.
0: Yeah, they have very artistic wankers in that sense.
1: Can they create images in their mind? No, they can't. No. So even like little abstract doodles. No, they can't do that. They can't see it.
0: Gosh, it's mad, not it? I
1: wonder if like it makes you more focused. I wonder if like you get distracted less, or
0: if you daydream less. Well, do they dream? Can they dream? I don't know. I mean, uh, they, the the Pixar artists who d- who d- can't do it, he he asked them like, "Well, how do you do art if you can't have art in your head?" And they they were of the opinion, or they figured eventually that. That that it was why like they compensated for it by drawing and having it on the page, Mm. and like you say, it made them sort of more focused and stuff. So like they could have sort of become really good at art anyway. But yeah, it's so weird. That's
1: that's knocked me for six.
0: Yeah, yeah, it made my head hurt. Mm. Gave me Mm. one of them thinking headaches. Um. But then I, I, um, do you have anything where your brain just shuts down and you can't understand it and you don't want to? <laughs>
1: uh, my brain shuts down. Um, uh, no, I guess I have. I have quite a powerful brain. <laughs> 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 my brain is very
2: powerful.
0: I uh I have it whenever I try and read philosophy.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I I tried to read um I bought Aristotle's Nicomache- Nicomachean Ethics. I was like, ah, this will get me started on the whole philosophy. <laughs> I I on I've, I've never had a book I could read so little of. I read yes. like a paragraph and I was like, I think I'm keeping up and then the first sentence of the next paragraph was like, nope, I'm finished. I've no idea what he's talking about. I got oh. I got Nietzsche, I got like um, thus spake Zarathustra N- didn't make any sense at all no idea what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about no idea And but yeah like you say to the extent that I'm convinced no one can understand it or like the writer doesn't understand it
0: yeah or uh, my instinct is like I suddenly become really like uh, I suddenly become <laughs> really sort of um, um, oh god what's it called where people like a Luddite mm where, right. where I'm like, it's too complicated and it's not useful. Yeah, it can't it can't be worth right, anything. Yeah, you, you, you just
1: want to throw it, you want to burn it and throw it away.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, it can't be worth anything. If it's so fiddly, it can't do anything in actual life. It's just like something that's in knots for its own sake, you know? Yeah, I just find it impossible, like you say, because it's, it's the reading equivalent of trying to chew through a, a wooden stick. It just takes so much like, ah, chewing, like, I think I get it. And then, like you say, you start to read a bit faster like it's a normal thing you're reading. And then you hit some sentence where you just go, that's gibberish to me. I literally have no fucking idea what that is.
1: <laughs> it, it's compounded by the fact that all the people I know who who did philosophy at uni and did it well are, f- like, fucking silly. They're silly people, Pierre. <laughs> They're <Yes>. silly. <laughs> Well, well like when I meet them and talk to them, they're silly. They can, <laughs> they're categorically <laughs> silly. And so if it, and I can't understand something, I, I, presumably they can. So that's that's quite galling.
0: Yes, that's it, isn't it? And and uh, I I'm amused that you did what I did, which is you sort of <laughs> you sort of sat there at home thinking. I keep hearing about all this philosophy. Well, I suppose I'd better take a look. It's such a funny. Uh, Attitude.
1: It is, yeah.
0: Just it's like it's like the way that a middle-aged person would look into hip hop. (laughs) Well, I suppose I'd better listen to some of this grime if that's what people keep chatting about. For God's sake! And then you go and get the little books, like you say, get a bit of Nietzsche. You go, I've heard of him, and then you give it a peek, and you go, this is fucking gibberish. I've got (laughs) a clue what this is about. The other day I tried to figure out what someone meant on Twitter by referencing Hegelian freedoms. Right. Yeah. Did you get anywhere? Uh, maybe like I I felt a bit like I understood it at one point and then that melted away like an ice cube in hell. I don't know.
1: Because like at first you think, well, how complicated can this be? I understand. Like the concept of freedom is yeah. on the surface pretty simple. How many different versions can there be? Or like how many yeah. different requirements can freedom have?
0: Yeah. And, and the other problem I have is that everyone I know who does know about philosophy has a, like a dog in the fight. Like, like they support, yeah, they're they're like, they support philosophers the way other people support football clubs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So whenever I say to them, oh, what, what's, what's the good philosophy? They always go, oh, it's totally this guy. Yeah. And they completely give me what I can tell even just from their tone is just essentially someone else's opinion it's unique
1: philosophy like if, as a profession or as even even just in an academic professional sense it's unique in that your yeah your your job is proving that the way you've chosen to live is correct <laughs> you know what i mean
0: <laughs> you have to justify your mad beliefs
1: it's like, yeah, it's like you if you bought a pair of trousers and then committed the rest of your life to proving why <laughs> why those are the best trousers in
0: the shop. <laughs> well, they're blue. Uh, and they fit my waist just right. And what is a waist but the circumference of a man who, yeah, just endlessly. And then someone else is like, but it
1: hasn't enough pockets. And then you reply, well, maybe you have too many things. And then that's. <laughs> that's like 10 years of your work. Is that one, is that one argument?
0: I just, a lot of the time, whenever they end up saying like, uh, but what if that doesn't, how do we know that exists? I just want to go, oh, shut up. <laughs> how do yeah, I know your like, hand Anyone can, exists? Say, that. Anyone can say that. Yeah. but How do you know? Well, how do I know you exist? And I want to be like, cause I'm going to punch you in the head. <laughs> i'm gonna give you a, a smack around the back of the head because i'm so sick of this whirling rhetoric it's i don't know it's also like uh the same feeling i get when uh if 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 like science gets complicated enough like i i, I have a book by the guy who like um you know tenet the new film with from what's his tits Christopher Nolan yeah yeah so he he wrote that after reading a, a a book that I'm reading at the moment by an Italian quantum physicist. And oh, I yeah. got lent it by a friend who is like, it's like popular science. like the, It's basically a really smart Italian quantum physicist who's gone, I'm going to do my best to fucking explain this to you people. Okay. So it's like very much, you know, buy it in the airport, read it on the plane kind of stuff. Yeah. But is I got stuck on a chapter where the, the heading of the chapter is time does not exist. Okay. <laughs> That you know, <laughs> my boots got stuck in that mud, Phil. <laughs> you had a shout out to the other readers. Go on without me. Go on, Without just me, fell into this mud. I need to spend <laughs> some time here thinking about the phrase "time does not exist."
1: <laughs> there's a there's a really good Armstrong and Miller sketch where Ben Miller plays a physicist who's invited onto like BBC, like like a. <laughs> Like a silly BBC morning news program, like this morning or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and he's just discovered some uh, breakthrough in quantum mechanics. And the host is like, oh, well, this might be a bit over my head. Um, but could you just sort of distill uh, what, what it is you've done uh, to, to the viewer at home? And Ben Miller just goes, oh, uh, no. <laughs> like, can you just find a, just just like a, a layman's explanation of, of what it is you've discovered and ben miller's just like uh no no i can't uh, i spent 15 years trying to understand this and uh, there's there's no way to distill it um and uh, that's exactly it isn't it yeah yeah that's 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 the that's the challenge that this uh italian quantum physicist has to I think take
0: on. he is, I think he, Ben Miller is a doctor of physics or chemistry.
1: Yeah, I think it's physics, yeah.
0: It's, um, yeah, this, I mean, this Italian guy, God bless him, does his best. And it's a very good book, but fucking hell.
1: Hmm, I might try it. It's really good. I, have you it's seen just re- done
0: it? Not yet. It's I actually, I, I actually... It's in my opinion, not good. It's not good. Interesting. Well, I, I managed to be a cool kid and my, my friend, uh, Lent me this book before I knew it was the basis for the film. So, aren't I just a, the coolest cat in town? You're, you're, the, you're one of the few people who can say after watching Tenet
1: that it's not as good as the book.
0: <laughs> it's not as None of Tenet will blow my mind as much as a chapter called There is No Such Thing as Time. <laughs> <laughs> and an Italian man desperately trying to explain to me that space time is also inherently granular granular what does that mean like literally made of grains basically yeah that's it's not it's not empty space it is it does have substance and it isn't infinitely divisible so even like
1: the vacuum of space where there is supposed to be nothing there are it is made of something it's made of little bits
0: the sort of quantum field of space time or something it's always there it's like the universe has inherent pixels pixels that's my understanding of it which as i've mentioned is wrong, <laughs> but it's something like that. I have to. There's diagrams, Phil. There's arrows. Oh, it's a mm. it, it's it's a real it's a real mind masher. But it's easier. To I understand. want to read this. Oh yeah, I want to read this book now and understand more of it than you. I want to read this book competitively. <laughs> yes, let's let's and we'll do a test. Uh, it's uh, a book we'll off b- it's we'll a good old a fashioned p- book off everyone old, uh, looks like we got ourselves <laughs> an old fashioned book off boys <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll do a pub quiz run by the Italian guy that'd be good a taberna quiz Yes, please. a taberna quiz yeah and he'll be like, okay, if you got the space-time, right? You <laughs> got a bit of space-time, what's it made of? Hey, no bullshit, don't take the pisser from me, here? Yeah? <laughs> okay, the final question. Does time bloody exist or not? Is there such a thing as time?
1: Or is it just a figment of imagination? you uh,
0: you got 30 seconds... Uh, Yes or no? Need need I remind you, lads, that there is uh, no such thing as time. It is merely a way of expressing changes in particles over a period. Okay. (laughs)
1: Like like a mama used to say, (laughs) space-time
0: is a granular. (laughs) Quantum particles, just like a mama used to observe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's um yeah I, I, I'm sort of I've, I'm looking over at this the stack of books that I thought I would read in lockdown and didn't and I'm just amazed at my own dedication to partially understanding almost everything and never fully understanding almost anything mm, mm, mm. just to but always but... go I want to be able to say three things and nothing of any value about or everything in the world <laughs>
1: Mm. yeah you want that sort of uh you want that sort of thin earth's crust of knowledge around everything right (laughs) the smarty show yeah you want that sort of stephen fry yeah
0: all-encompassing
1: like earth's crust knowledge
0: what I, what I take real pleasure in, Phil, is having just the right amount and type of knowledge to surprise someone who knows lots about it.
1: Yes, I love that. When you say something oh. when you when you meet yeah, you meet someone who's like an expert on leaves and yeah. you go, Oh, would that be the Numabian frond and they go, oh yes, that's the best feeling in the world. Yes. even though that's the one thing you know about leaves. Is yeah, and then you don't have to say front.
0: anything else because then they keep talking. Yeah, and they uh, they say, oh, almost like they're flattered. That's what I like.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Oh, <laughs> you remembered?
1: Yeah, I had that once in Japan when I could I, I could read um, a whiskey list in Hiragana, and it, it, was, it, was, it was it was just like the the Japanese. Transliteration of, um, like, uh, <laughs> uh, Jacu Jacu <laughs> And the guy's like, Oh, yeah, that's really neat.
0: A connoisseur.
1: <laughs> a connoisseur. Yeah. L-
0: look at a Kentucky. Look at <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the
1: Japanese would have whiskey made with octopus eggs, wouldn't they?
0: Oh, can you Im- imagine how quickly that would sell out? <laughs> whiskey made from octopus eggs combines the Japanese love of whiskey with their love of su- of sushi and seafood and their love of like freaky tentacle sex. Yeah. It's yeah. all in there. It's everything they need. Do you know you can buy vodka that has? It's just like bad normal vodka, but it's been poured over someone's boobs. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's it called? Boob vodka. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bo
1: vodka. Bob, boob vodka. Boobka. 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 Babushka
0: vodka. Babushka. Babushka. A t- a tit tot, a tot of tit.
1: Well I wonder what 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 is like the environment in which this vodka is being poured over these breasts? Like in a factory or like in her home? I think. Like do they just come over and say and she's like, Oh, was that today? It's like, yeah, sorry. Is it all right? It's like, Yeah, yeah, it's fine, I'll just have to
0: move this around here. I picture her I picture the and it's always like it's like a stripper or a porn star or whatever, it's someone like you'd have heard of if you were the kind of person who wanted to buy. Oh, the, it comes the
1: with the name of the the
0: lady. I think so. It, it's all very much in that uh, industry, um, and I just like the—I I picture her kind of dip, dipping her tits in a sluice and just reading a magazine. G
1: Spirit is what it's called. Is that what it's Ta- called? Taste meets sensual. Titty vodka is another one. <laughs> oh my god! That one's just called Titty Vodka. G Spirit. So I think it's the the company.
0: Titty Vodka is a real 5 p.m. on Friday suggestion. Marketing did not do their best work on Titty Vodka. Titty Tots and Nipple Nips. That would have been better. This
1: is the, um, the, the landing page on the official G Spirits uh, website. <coughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, and then lowercase p, probably you have already. Heard about us, and now you observe. Damn, this crazy stuff is real. If not, no problem. As listed below, we describe who we are and what we do. G-spirits are best liquors, which stand for excellent taste, gorgeous women, and stylish design. Exactly these things, which a bon vivant does appreciate
0: and love. (laughs) Is best
1: liquor. (laughs) damn this crazy stuff is real you observe
0: (laughs) and you observe it is crazy real
1: (laughs) the result it's a bottled diabolic good mixture of lifestyle cheers is that what it says
0: (laughs) yeah a diabolic good mixture of lifestyle the result it's a bottle (laughs) Uh, that's some amazing grammar going on there a diabolic lifestyle mixture of hot women it's real but yeah it's like Playboy cover girls and all this sort of thing, God! But uh, they, they must just have like a, a a little like like a like a like a like a like a bit of guttering, you know? PVC guttering, like you'd put around the edge of a roof.
1: Right. Yeah. Because surely they have to wear a sort of like a, a collecting brassiere, like like a sort of
0: uh, uh, aqueduct corset well so to catch all the vodka well so so imagine if you had just had a bit of guttering right Mm. and then they sort of climb up on a on a sort of chair maybe they kneel on a chair or if they they sit on a chair leaning forward dip dip your knockers in 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 the gutter right okay
1: that's a good way of doing it that's much quicker isn't it to just yeah then the vodka just flows past the boobs
0: yeah and you're sat there reading a magazine like you're in a in a salon so is
1: she, is she leaving her boobs in there like a bag to yeah, sort of yeah, yes. infuse the vodka for like three yes. minutes? Because essentially... Yeah, that's, that's much more efficient.
0: Oh, well, when it comes to tit vodka, Phil, I'm like the Henry Ford.
1: Is that more efficient? Or would it be more efficient to... That would be more efficient. There'd also be less waste because, you know, there's not vodka splashing about all over the place, falling on the
0: floor and... Well, that's it. Well, that's it. So you've just got a tea bag style. Dip, dip, dip your tits in the gutter, madam, please. Hmm. Um, and we're going to sell this to people who don't just want to drink bad vodka. They want to drink bad vodka with skin cells in. <laughs> it's so
1: gross. But of course, the the, the the beautiful thing about this vodka is you can sell it to people and not even have had to have done
0: it. Well, that's it, isn't it? No one's no one's doing CSI tit vodka, are they? No. Yeah, that's true. They're not even analyzing it. There would be a very funny thing to go, like, like we're going to take this straight to Washington. <laughs> like, that's your big court case?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll go to some consumer watchdog.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my client believed in good faith that he was purchasing... Vodka that had been run over the breasts of that woman. <laughs> Not any the, woman. The, whole, the jury's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sir, could you tell me whose breasts the vodka actually flowed through and over? My breasts. A little louder, please. <laughs> My breasts.
2: <Ooh!
0: laughs> Ever taking pictures. And I,
1: when the complainants on the stand... The the lawyer's like, uh, can you show on this doll where you expected the vodka to have been poured over? Here and here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> jury, please take note that he
0: pointed to both breasts. Oh, oh. Let the record show that he indicated the tits of the doll. <laughs> it's a big blow-up doll. <laughs> oh. Oh <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, that's funny. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm not gonna stand here and try and convince you that my client over there is a great man. I'm not gonna try to convince you that my client over there is a wise man. But what he is is a God-fearing American who knows his rights. Not only that, he's a man who deserves what he pays for. And that man over there paid for a bottle of vodka that had been poured, however you'd like to define it, drizzled, dipped, sluiced, over the titties of a famous porn star with whom he had prior uh, affection and knowledge. He was a fan, ladies and gentlemen, of the jury. He was a fan. Now, I may not be some fancy city lawyer, some slick Harvard-educated carpetbagger like the lawyer representing my opponent over there, Titty Juice Limited, but I I can tell you one thing for sure, that I don't need to go to no Harvard or Yale to learn, which is that if a man pays for vodka that's been drizzled through the titties of an actress with whom he has previously acquainted and admires the work of, well, that's what that man deserves to get. Now, what actually happened was that my client received a bottle of vodka that had been drizzled past the titties of a dog, a common dog. Order, order, my God, Bailiff, bailiff, remove the public from the cart. Is that, how, is that how we're going to make the most money ever out of Bud Pod, is suing the boob vodka men? Yes. G-Spirit versus Bud Pod. Do you think um, during this time of coronavirus, they have to sort of anti-back the tits before they dip them?
1: I would, have, I would have liked to think they did that anyway. But then is the whole point that you are getting the essence of essence of these boobs you know you you don't want it because i mean sanitize them enough and you might as well just be pouring them over a stainless steel panel you know like what does it yeah. matter
0: right the whole point is that it's a bit dirty has anyone ever asked a homeopathy practitioner if this technically means the vodka is more boob than a just eating an actual human boob right is it memory vodka yeah because the dilution makes it more powerful than homeopathy do they actually say that I'm pretty sure. Certainly, (laughs) water has memory. Yeah, great. So, this is very much sexy for homeopaths as well.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mmm. Mamiopaths. Yeah, they'll be like, it might as well be, just be like somehow kind of pure tit water. Yeah. It's perfect. Maybe we we can sell something like that. Yeah. What would we do? Every every pint of real ale's been poured through me bollocks. <laughs>
1: I guess it would have to be Lucky Kentucky. It'd be We'd have to first make Lucky Kentucky.
0: We um, could find someone willing to do that.
1: Well, I mean, of course, Lucky Kentucky exists. It's a real it's a real whiskey. So we'd have to. Yeah, yeah. We, we we'd get. Uh, we'd we'd hold a barrel. We'd we go in and find the best barrel, mm-hmm. and we'd hold it. And we'd pour it over our bums, I guess. That would <laughs> and then we'd sell that.
0: Bum bum whiskey. Bum whiskey, yeah. Lucky Kentucky bum whiskey. Yeah, it'd have to be like called something special
1: though. Like Um or like, you know, like brown label. Brown label.
0: <laughs> Lucky Kentucky brown label. <laughs> Crack aged. <laughs> We have to dip our bums in it for for 10 years. <laughs> the whiskey slowly absorbs the flavor of the ass. Uh. <laughs> what if we sell uh, vodka poured over the hands of everyone's favorite politicians? Okay. So it's for so politics like, nerds?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I think they'd have a pretty um, small market.
0: Yeah,
1: it'd be yeah, it'd be luxury goods of um, high value, low low volume kind of product.
0: We've poured this tequila through the hair of all the game show hosts. <laughs> 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 We've got Chris Tarrant to wash his hair with the tequila.
1: Mm, 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 mm,
0: mm, mm. Is there ever an an equivalent? Cause like uh, for for women, because it's always men who want to like. Not only do they want to drink, they want to do it like they want to They want their drinks to have gone on some tits. I mean, there's no female equivalent, is there? No. <sighs> Maybe some Harry Styles fans would 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 be the level of madness we need. You know.
1: I guess, but so yeah, you're right. So in general, women don't have this sort of mythology about things having been touched or having been in the possession of someone, or yeah, like you know, th- this car was in there uh, in uh, from Russia with love, whatever, like. That's like a very male thing to care about
0: where something has been or who has had it or who has touched it or... It seems like it, but the only exception I can think of is like, if you look up Harry Styles fans and they're like, you know, bidding for a tissue he dropped on eBay and things. Right, but yeah, but that's a very specifically sort of rabid teenagers, isn't it? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, they're always like teens and it has to always be like a kind of smooth-faced, handsome, non-threatening pop star.
1: I find th- I find Harry Styles very threatening. Actually, that long hair. (laughs) You fear him.
0: I do. You fear what he could do if he put his mind to it. (laughs) You talk about Harry Styles like uh, how in X-Men movies they talk about mutants who don't know they're mutants yet. Right, yes, yes. If the wrong person were to teach him how to wield his powers, it could be very dangerous, not just for us, but for the galaxy. (laughs)
2: Intimacy, such a long, complicated word for such a sweet, simple thing. We here at Lucky Kentucky believe in the magic and the value of intimacy, of being close to one another, and of us being close to you, the drinkers of Lucky Kentucky, which is why we have just released the newest member of the Lucky Kentucky family, Lucky Kentucky Brown label. The Brown label is a special intimate drink. We pour the whiskey, delicious Lucky Kentucky whiskey that you've grown to love, that we all love, regular Kentucky, Lucky Kentucky whiskey, but this Lucky Kentucky Whiskey, we pour over the bums of Phil and Pierre from Bud Pod, the official Lucky Kentucky podcast. Brown Label is a whiskey infused with a delicious, earthy taste of the bums of two boys who do a podcast together. You'll be able to taste the care, the love, the intimacy of Lucky Kentucky Brown Label. Lucky Kentucky Brown Label is crack aged to in to infuse that that, that gorgeous deep rich taste of Philim Pierre's uh, Beans. This is derriere drinking like you've never known. Perfect for a winter night in when all you want is to be warmed from the inside out by the fine taste of octopus eggs and podcasting bums. Sit back, relax, and unwind in the intimacy of Lucky Kentucky Brown Label. Lucky Kentucky denies all responsibility for any cases of uh, cholera, diarrhea, or bacterial infection of any kind. That is your fault. there's nothing to do with Lurky Kentucky Brown label. Besides, there's alcohol in Lurky Kentucky. Surely it would it would kill all the germs and it not but I was saying there are any germs in it, coming off Philip Pierre's bombs. They say they've cleaned them. we haven't we don't know to the truth, but we presume they are. It, 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 what we're trying to say is you can't sue us if you get if you get sick from drinking Lucky Kentucky Round Label. But why would you need to? Because you won't. You won't get sick unless you are made sick by intimacy. In which case you deserve to be sick, because because in, intimacy is nice. All right.
0: You've been watching. Uh, I've only just. I've been recommended it by a bunch of people. So if you're listening and you recommended this to me, thank you. Uh, I've been watching The Boys. Oh
1: yes, I heard about that a few months ago on Prime. It's like a superhero thing. Yes, it's a sort of cynical satire. A cynical satire. I know. <laughs> Usually, what? satire is so supportive of the <laughs> of the uh, of the status quo.
0: Yeah. It's a cynical satire. It's it's really good. It's absolutely horrific at parts. Oh great! Okay. Is it it it, it 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 does it have a sort of Watchmen vibe? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay. It's the 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 gore is quite something. Oh great! Okay, maybe I'll try and watch it. Oh, you must! It'll it'll it, it's and it's a lot of fun. It's really. Do you know the premise? No. It's basically what would it be like if there really was you know the Justice League or whatever. Yeah. So they have a. Um, America has like 200 naturally occurring superheroes. Uh huh. But the top seven are like an equivalent to Captain America, an equivalent to Aquaman, an equivalent to Wonder Woman. Yeah, et cetera. And they're all and the Invisible Man and stuff. And the 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 top seven are referred to as like the seven, and they're mm-hmm. the big celebrities and they get all the marketing deals. Right, and right, right. All the other ones are like different levels of celebrity, like B list, C list, like whatever. Um. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind uh, of, not all the superheroes, but the main ones and the main seven are controlled and licensed by a kind of private security company.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Who run all the
0: movie deals, merchandise deals, public appearance, endorsements, you know. It's like like a celebrity agency, but one that has kind of, you know, superpower capability.
1: Yeah, okay. Oh, right, right. So it's like how superheroes would work in
0: capitalism? Yeah, it's very much like Donald Trump's Justice League. Okay. That sounds good. I like that. It's fucking great. It's a lot of fun, and it's really well cast. Really well cast. Okay. Yeah.
1: Really well cast. It's not often that I hear PSA something's very well cast.
0: Yeah, everyone's faces are just very good. Okay. Okay. Where where you sort of go, oh, you've got exactly the right face for that fucking role you're doing now.
1: Right. Well, that sounds like pretty good acting, I'd say.
0: Yeah, but sometimes it's like the person's doing really good acting, but also you think like uh, that's exactly what that kind of guy looks like.
1: Right, okay, okay, okay. Great. Uh, I can recommend... uh, Have you seen I Hate Susie?
0: No, what's that? It's
1: um, with Billy Piper. What's that? It's it's this uh, new uh, drama with Billy Piper and basically she, she plays like... A British celeb who's who who has like some nudes leaked, and Ooh. it's on the fallout from that and how 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 she has to deal with it. It's really fun. It's really good. It's really it's again, good. Really well cast. Yeah. It's great. It's she's an amazing actor, Billy Piper. It's so which is funny because she started off like a pop singer. Old William Pipes. William Piper, born William J.
0: Piper. William J. Piper. She is good. Okay, I'll check that out. Very nice. Very good. This is the television recommendation part of Bud <laughs> What um, and what do you, what will you be doing with your time in your teenage bedroom and in Bath? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. Nostalgia jacking it.
1: <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm performing well because I had a couple of gigs. Uh, Sunday night I was at Warwick Castle, which is a lovely castle. Have you been to Ooh. Warwick Castle? I'm I'm doing the gig at Warwick Castle very soon. Oh, great. It's very nice. Beautiful, beautiful castle. Like proper Game of Thrones shit. But it's, it looks like a sort of a castle you'd find in sort of the, the, the Alps or in Romania or something. Like, it's mm. one whole side of it's just a sheer wall on the river, you know, and... Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh... Uh, and there's like one part of the castle walls goes up a little hill and there's like a a, a lone tree on this hill uh, like like something from Game of Thrones you know where you have to go and you you'd seek counsel from someone in a in a hood <laughs> yeah. uh, it's really cool nice
0: sick.
1: Uh, and then tonight I'm performing in Bristol, so I thought I might as well come back down to Bath and hang out for
0: a bit. You, um, what are you doing in Bristol? Which venue? The Lakota is called. The Lakota, like the I know, the North, like the North American tribe. Is that what it is? L a k o t a. That's the one. Lakota is like saying Sioux or Cherokee, yeah. Oh, interesting. It's a Native American tribe. Well, you can you can have a go at them, Phil, for appropriation of some kind. It's a uh, It's a nightclub in Bristol apparently, and there's a beer garden. All oh, right, got well. Bristol. Get it while you can. It's going to be locked down to electric boogaloo very soon. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why has this happened?
1: Why are we going?
0: Why are we back going back? Yeah. Why? Everyone's been having coughing parties.
1: <laughs> Don't even talk to me till I've had my coughing.
0: <laughs> exactly well um, folks if you can catch either me or Phil at any gigs before the lockdown 2 happens please do but other than that um, stay indoors and protect the virus from the NHS or whichever way around it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> that mean old NHS wants to kill this virus but we're not gonna let them, are we folks no it's gonna be like the end of E.T. cycling away from the FBI with the virus and the <laughs> basket at the end of your bicycle all wrapped up Uh, this is where this new movement starts here on
1: bud pod leave our virus alone (laughs) it's a living being start posting hashtag leave our virus alone
0: (laughs) it's about biodiversity and it's it's a virus of color remember it's ah. a virus of
1: color. It's from China. And I just you know, you know, I'm just saying that if this was a white if this was a white virus, if this was a virus from the UK, I, I don't think you'd be getting this much negative press. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying any one individual is <laughs> is wrong in this. I'm not blaming anyone individual. I'm just saying as a society, I think we would have acted differently if this virus was, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's just say this is quite the reaction to a virus. Okay. some online sass. This is quite the reaction to a little virus of (laughs) colour. I want to start calling the coronavirus a virus of colour. A VOC.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A VOC, yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, see how see how many people. I mean, I think that tweet would annoy everyone.
1: I, I no, I swear to God, I I could find some traction in some pockets of the insane internet that would go. He he's right. This is a good point.
0: <laughs> I think it would uh, it would certainly be at least as annoying everyone as your tweet about dogs and Chernobyl. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Um. Have a good gig, man. Thanks. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? do? Uh, I'm going to. I had to cancel my Medieval Monday stream, so I'm going to do I that know. today, which is Tuesday. So if you're hearing this, it's too late. Um, but then on Wednesday, the day the Bud Pod is released, of course, I'll be doing Warzone Wednesday. Um, and I have to reschedule Thinking Thursday. I'll figure that out. But yeah, just streaming and writing and um, keeping a weather eye on the news. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you going to have a wry, a, a wry take on the news? Yeah. A, a wry, that's what they say, a wry eye, keeping a wry eye on the news? Keeping a wry eye on the news from
0: a sideways glance. That's right. Mm, mm. Um, For more of that well, cynical satire. That's right, some more cynical satire coming from me. You watch out, I'm pretty anti the government right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, uh, have a good week guys, stay safe. And of course, Koji.